Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. Every decision on trade, on taxes, on immigration, on foreign affairs will be made to benefit American workers and American families. We must protect our borders from the ravages of other countries making our products, stealing our companies, and destroying our jobs. Protection will lead to great prosperity and strength. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. I am your voice. So to every parent, who dreams for their child, and every child who dreams for their future. I say these words to you tonight. I am with you, I will fight for you, and I will win for you. To all Americans tonight, in all of our cities, and in all of our towns, I make this promise. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. God bless you, and good night. I love you.
You are entering the Rory Sauter Show, home of America's Man of the Hour and home of America's biggest truck supporters. Climb aboard and buckle up your seatbelt because this is a wild ride. Nothing but unfiltered talk and the hardcore truth. Mega, mega, mega. Look, right?
Don't ball. Sing it, baby. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Dun, 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 dun. Wonderful day today. It's about in the it's in the sixties, but that's really good for winter, um, for weather wise. Um, I I can only imagine what people in the snow belt areas are going through right now. But it's a beautiful blessing to get to wake up every day to amazing sunshine and golf course weather. That's for damn sure. Um, but I hope you all had a great weekend. I hope. It, I mean, I know. I, I mean, I hope you all are having a great week, my bad. Um, I hope uh, everything is well in your life. I've been off for a few days. I broadcasted the last time on Saturday. It was a, a long show, a really good show. Uh, I had a lot of uh, people uh, listen in, uh, according, according to statistics. So that's always a good thing, and very happy about that. And I appreciate all of you that take the time to listen to my show and hear my insight. Um, but anyways, I've been having a good week as well. Very productive. I have a few other businesses uh, that are doing well that I work on. I have a business called Get Your App Built. It's getyourappbuilt.com. And it, we we are an app development company. So if you need an app built, or you need any sort of website built, uh, we we are there for you right away, um, and we charge a fraction of the cost compared to anywhere else. So we we give a really good deal, uh, and it's all in in house. All my got all all our our company is here based out of Phoenix, and I have a few other businesses. I have a clothing business. I also have a new uh, app coming out that's a new way of selling deals and tickets. So, you know, I'm definitely uh, busy during the week and during the day um, with, with, my, with my other ventures. 
Um, but yeah, if you guys want to check some of those things out, check out Get Your App Built. Uh, you know, we'd love to help you. Uh, we we worked with some big companies, and um, we're all, we're doing really well right now. We have a lot of good things going on, great clientele, and uh, you know, there's a reason so many people are coming to work with us at Get Your App Built uh, because we charge a fraction of the cost. Nobody wants to pay an arm and a leg to get an app built. I don't blame them. You know, I was uh, I was once a young uh, entrepreneur, and uh, you know, uh, cost at one point in my life, cost was an issue, and I wanted to one day when it was uh, when I could when I could uh, when everything was going accordingly that I would create this company to help others. Um, you know, because I know how it feels, I really do. You know, and making apps can be a fortune; it can be a lot of money. So, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm here. Uh, contact me, do whatever. Um, and I also, um, about my clothing line, it's all uh, President Trump oriented. So I have Making Christianity Great Again, which is uh, on fa- it's a Facebook page, Facebook page, Making Christianity Great Again. It's also a Shopify store. And I sell custom-made uh, President Trump uh, religious uh, merchandise and apparel. It's pretty cool. It's unique. There's nothing like it online. Uh, my other uh, merchandise apparel company is Make Tech Great Again, and that's a Facebook page. Again, that's Make Tech Great Again, and we sell Donald Trump apparel, um, like different customized products, uh, really cool merchandise. We have Make Tech Great Again merchandise and apparel, which is a brand I've been working on, uh, came up with, and it's doing well. Um, and we're making Make Tech Great Again into sort of a entrepreneurial uh, network. Um, at this point, and it's 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 doing well. It's growing uh, rapidly, uh, so that's a positive. And um, yeah, my my other thing is uh, Tixfeed, T I X F E E D. Tixfeed. It's a new way of selling deals and tickets. It's basically a Groupon meets meets StubHub. You to, to compare the two. Um, and yeah, and I also I also model as well so I also you know I always have my hands filled with different things so um, you know the fact that I only do the show two days a week uh, there's a reason for that and I apologize but I, I plan to do the show uh, you know in the in the coming weeks to be on three four times a week because uh, obviously there's so much to talk about uh, that's going on in the media and and it's God, it's like a, it's a novel. I mean, just everything that's coming out, everything that's occurred, everything that's, um, there's all these news stories leaked. It's unbelievable. Um, but I want to get to the opening, um, my opening uh, monologue, my opening story, which is Schumer shutdown ends. And as you know, I, Before before I get to my opening monologue, I want to tell all my all my uh, fans and all my viewers um, that what my I, I didn't mention I didn't I, I yeah I wanted to tell my viewers sorry we were cut off for a second but I wanted to tell my viewers that I didn't get a chance is my other company's venture capital so if you guys ever have a good idea you come to me and I can help you get the funding and I can take care of all of that. So if you need an app built, or if you need venture capital, come. Or if you want to buy some, or if you, or if you want to buy some Donald Trump merchandise, I'm your guy. 
Um, but yeah, we are, uh, we're definitely creating uh, a huge network with entrepreneurs where we're collaborating and, and doing some cool stuff and, um, and in the tech department, as well as I'm starting um, some Donald Trump groups where we can all meet up and, and network, which is going to be cool. But yeah, thank you for that, guys. Um, getting to my opening monologue, uh, the Schumer shutdown ends. I predicted it would. I knew it would. Over the weekend, the Democrats, the dummy, the dummycrats really fucked themselves. They really did, man. It, uh, the American people through is, uh, is disgraceful. They put our military, they took our military hostage. They screwed with our children's health care, the Democrats. All, all for so they can protect illegal immigrants. absolutely pathetic. And Schumer, like I predicted, Schumer and the Democrats, I said on my last show, they're not going to keep this up because Trump's not going to budge. The Democrats will cave, I said the other day on my show. And I'm reading today, the Democrats cave, just like I predicted. The Democrats don't have any backbone. Chuck Schumer is the worst leader. He's all talk, no action. He's, he is such a crooked politician. He's one of the worst. And what needs to happen is is that Schumer to, um, you know, tell these DACA recipients that they're not going to be able to stay because the Democrats aren't going to be able to work out a deal and if you want, I want to play a clip for you guys. We have, hold on a second. Oh, I can't pull it up right now, but I'll pull it up in a second. Uh, the Dreamers were in front of Chuck Schumer's house last night demanding amnesty. Now the Dreamers are against the Democrats. So this is turning into this whole um, episode of crazy. I mean, it's it's literally Everything is off the fucking wall. Unbelievable that um, these, these these illegal immigrants are so entitled. And Schumer shutting down the government for people that don't even belong here and our military, over 50% of our military had to be furloughed over the weekend while the government was shut down. Families were losing money. Military, military families were losing money. Kids' health care was on the line. I mean, people were suffering. People were taken hostage. And what did the Democrats accomplish by doing this? Absolutely nothing. Their way. Democrats had to cave just like I predicted. Democrats are cocksuckers. Democrats are fucking cons. They're liars. And they screw the American people. They're like little whiny children when they have hissy fits. Especially Schumer. Especially Schumer. Chucky Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are some of the worst. And so, so we're talking about over the weekend, the shutdown. I'm just pulling up my clips real quick, folks. Bear with me. 
bear with me. But the fact that our military was over 50% furloughed is absolutely disgraceful. It really is. Uh, a great article coming out of the Washington Times today about Chuck Schumer and the shutdown. Chuck Schumer's shutdown fell apart when the mainstream media refused to shield Democrats. And that's another thing. The mainstream media, for once, the liberal media, got mad at the Democrats and were pissed at them for uh, uh, caving in. It's great. In ret- I'm going to read you this article. In retrospect, Chuck Schumer and the Democrats senseless attempts to shut down the federal government over DACA was doomed from the start. But only a week ago, it was easy to see Schumer's political calculus tie DACA to a critical spending bill. And when Republicans balked, blamed President Trump and let the media do its usual hatchet job on the White House, they almost succeeded too. Trump shutdown was the number one trending hashtag worldwide. Friday night, and it looked as if the media's habit for blaming President Trump for every single governmental mishap, dysfunction, and failure might assert itself as usual. Press actually did its job. Even if reporters didn't outright call, outright call out the Democrats, gambit for what it is, an ill-advised and poorly planned political stunt, they fairly and even-handedly managed to report the facts. The New York Times push notifications read, Senate Democrats blocked passage of a stopgap spending bill to keep the government open. The Associated Press wrote, Senate Democrats derail bill to avert shutdown. For the most part, even Trump-obsessed CNN managed to resist their seemingly relentless temptation to savage the president whenever remotely possible. The level of scorn, ridicule, and skepticism applied by the press to Schumer's shutdown gambit didn't remotely rise to the levels of fury and adversity which, with which pundits, reporters, and talking heads treat Republicans on a daily basis, but nonetheless, seeing the media commit itself to plainly stating the facts and resisting its, resisting its usual role as the Democrats built in spin machine was genu- genuinely refreshing. Wow, okay. And it drove Democrats crazy. MSNBC host Joy Reid, who has a reputation for being at odds with the truth, or open opinion that there's nothing so predictable as, as media's been in favor of Republicans. All right, I'm going to pause right fucking there. Joy Reid is the biggest piece of fucking shit. She is constantly playing the race card, playing the victim stance. She looks like an ape. She's the, one of the most ugliest fucking females. She looks, I mean, literally, like she's repulsive. Like she, she's fucking disgusting. But anyway, she never tells the truth. She always plays the race card. She always thinks blacks are the victim. She's a fucking bitch. And she's the biggest anti-American cunt that there is on the liberal TV. Joy Reid, fuck you, monkey. But MSNBC host Joy Reid, who has a reputation for being at odds with the truth, I'm reading this right now, and the fact that she would say something so fucking stupid that the media spin favor of Republicans I mean, she's so uneducated. Where did she grow up? Who are her parents? Did they talk Ebonics? Because she sure as hell talks Ebonics. Did they, or do, does she, do, they sound, do her parents sound uneducated like she does? Probably. I mean, Joy Reid is a piece of shit. She's nothing but a victim player. She doesn't even know what racism entails. I'm going to fucking cry. Joy, the ain't fucking read. You ugly fucking bitch. Yeah, yeah, it's in favor of the Republicans, right? 
97% of Democrats are to control the media. 3% uh, Republicans get true, true, uh, true and, and honest reporting. So that 97% goes to the Democrats' dishonesty media. Republicans only get 3% of the fairness in the media. So fuck you, Joy Reid. Fuck you, you cunt, you fat fucking ape, you fucking bitch. Who the fuck are you? Every fucking time I see you on TV, every fucking time, you fucking fat ape, ugly liberal piece of shit, fucking bitch. God, I can't stand you. Some of the shit you say, Joy Reid. Democrats love to pretend that the media doesn't routinely shield them from the inconvenient truths. But the freakout that ensured the second that shield was removed exposed just how badly they rely on positive press coverage to accomplish their political goals. In an attempt to explain the media's sudden shift towards fair coverage, Kathleen Hall Jamison of the Amberg Public Policy Center is quoted in Politico as saying, dealing with a high level of complexity here. But there's nothing complex about it. Without a thoughtful strategy or significant leverage, the Democrats shut down the government over DACA and cave like the little bitches they are. They always cave. Democrats are pussies. Democrats are wimps. Democrats are bitches. Democrats are fucking have no backbone. They always cave. I predicted on my last show they were going to cave. Trump ain't playing with them. Trump ain't going to fucking mess with them. If they don't have something worthy, Trump is just going to shut them out. When DACA and Cave, when they're allies and the press decided not to shill for them this time. It's hard to overstate just how much of the Democrat strategy relies on the media covering for them. And just how quickly that strategy falls apart when the media doesn't play ball. Fair coverage is a low bar, but low bar, but it's important to give credit where credit is due. And so hopefully this isn't the last time the press follows through on its commitments to put the facts first. Boom! I'm sick of this shit. I know I got you on fucking hold, man. I get callers all the time. I got three callers right now on hold, but I don't want to talk to you motherfuckers. I'll get to you when I get to you, homies. Shit, man. People blowing up this fucking phone, blowing up my phone, man. Blowing up my phone like nothing. Constantly, man. I got a fucking, I have an agenda to read. I have an agenda to go over. Be fucking patient. Shit. All right. Feel a little better now. That feels good. But seriously, callers, I'll get to you when I get a chance. If you can't wait, go fuck yourself. Uh, okay. All righty. All righty. All right, so you know, with with this with this Schumer shutdown, I mean, the, the guys should be penalized. I mean, the Democrats should be penalized for shit like this. All the taxpayer dollars were wasted over the weekend, millions and millions of dollars. The government was shut down. Our military was held hostage. Our our youth, the future of this country, their health care was held hostage. What did the Democrats gain out of this? They didn't gain anything. They lost. They lost in every single way. They caved just like they do every time. 
Trump just sat back, relaxed, and and let um, and and went with the flow, and knew uh, the Democrats with their with their spineless selves don't don't know how to negotiate. They don't. Democrats don't know how to make a deal. Democrats will always cave. Democrats are the biggest pussies. Like they're, they're, it's not even it's it's ridiculous that some of these people in the Democrat Senate still have their jobs. And um, I'll be honest, there's some Republicans that shouldn't have their jobs in the Senate and in the House. There's a lot of fucked up shit going on right now. The fact that Schumer um, is making all these false promises, DACA is not going to happen. DACA is a done deal. It's not happening. Trump already says it's gone. Schumer and Trump are not going to come to an agreement about DACA. Trump fought his entire campaign uh, to end illegal immigration. Trump's entire agenda, his message, build the wall, deport them all, we want legals. So DACA is not going to happen. Trump may say maybe, but in the end, Schumer and him will not come to an agreement. Because Schumer is oppositional. Schumer is, is an obstructionist. Schumer doesn't want protection. Schumer doesn't want the wall. And need oh God, and Nancy Pelosi. I'll get into that mummy bitch in a little bit. She's a fuck. God, you talk about a fuck fucking weirdo. But okay, here's the thing. Chuck Schumer is is one is, is definitely um, gonna be gonna be letting his party down um, when this is all said and done. There's no doubt about it. This, this, um, this whole this whole government shutdown, and no, it will turn out to be no DACA will come of it in the next couple of weeks. They won't get enough votes. DACA, they'll be sent on a bus, and I would love to volunteer to deport all these fuckers, these illegal pieces of shit that are in this country that don't belong here. It's upsetting. It's aggravating. Um, I, um, yeah. But, you know, we all know DACA is unconstitutional. Obama said it in a video. Obama was very clear. Hussein, Hussein Osama uh, overruled Congress, overruled the Senate, and signed an executive order for DACA. We all know illegals, uh, the only reason Democrats want these fucking people is for their votes. They don't give a shit about DACA recipients. They just want your votes. They use you like a fucking prop. You're their little fucking toy, you DACA members. They don't care about you. And I loved um, how you. I loved how the DACA members stormed Chucky Schumer's house last night. And I'm going to play that clip for you just here in a second. Bear with me. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, Chuck Schumer. Uh, it's it's gonna let a lot. He's gonna ruin his his career will be ruined because, um, uh, you know, the, 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 he's making false promises. Like there, there's no there's no way in hell that Schumer is gonna pass DACA, and and that's his, and that's what he needs right now to accomplish. The Democrats that's all they're focused on is DACA for the illegal votes. And when it's proven that they can't do it and they're not going to fulfill it, then, I mean, there you go. It's, it's one of those things. 
that Trump is is going to shut the fu- is going to shut down, and yeah, Trump's going to shut shut DACA down, and we're going to build a wall, and people are going to come here legally. And besides, you know what bothers me the bothers me the most, and I've talked about this on my show many times. All the hardworking immigrants that have came to this country and became legal citizens, and all these illegals get special treatment, while these um, American citizens that did it the right way, uh, you know, they're following the law. But all these illegals, you know, think they can just stay and they don't have to go get uh, certified. They've had all these years to get fucking certified uh, and to get to get to get certified and to get legal status. They've had twenty. They've had twenty years, and they want to say that you know they're entitled to stay here. We're a nation of laws. We are a nation of laws, and we are not a country without borders. That's for damn sure. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And you, you know, you can't you can't go to Canada illegally. You can't. You know, there's just certain places where you can't go and stay. The USA uh, is setting its standards with Trump. You know. We're not we're not just gonna let any scum in this you know in this country. We really aren't. I'm just I'm just sick of all the, I mean you, you got all these you got, you got illegals raping women you got illegals killing women. I mean it, it's absolutely it's atrocious. It really is. Hold on one second I'm finding you a video. Um. The Dreamers last night screaming in front of Chuck Schumer's house. All right. Chuck Schumer and the Democrats have created monsters. God, you see them, and they're just out there with their signs. They're banging around. Alrighty, playing one, two. No, wait, hold on, we got a, we got a connection problem. Here we go. Bear with me. Here we go. Listen to these people. Entitlement. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> 
This is ridiculous. Keep listening. It gets better. It gets better. Unbelievable how entitled and, and these fucks are. I want to volunteer and get them, yank them by the ear and grab them on a bus and deport them all. They're such fucking entitled fucks. They think we owe them something. And American citizens aren't getting, they're getting better treatment, and these illegal aliens get better treatment in cer- certain circumstances than Americans. It's fucked up. Outside his window. I bet Schumer's going nuts. I bet Schumer's neighbors hate him. Now, Schumer, Schumer. Chuck Schumer's going to need security for the rest of his life. These people are serious. They'll follow him everywhere. Avoided the suffering by being getting a legal status. It's not hard, but you guys you were lazy and didn't do it. You did not become a citizen the right way like others have. Let's obey the law. You need to be deported. Black community. 
Now, Schumer, not tomorrow, not in three weeks. You heard the little fuckers. Now, not in three weeks, Schumer. Schumer, they're following you, buddy. Keep listening to these clowns. Oh, my God, this is so entertaining. Oh, my God, they're ridiculous. Well, listen to them. Shouldn't promise things, Chucky. You got all these people on you. Believe this fucking shit?
All right, I've had enough of that fucking shit. Okay, um, so there you have it. It's a fucking mess. It's a fucking crapshoot. It's a goddamn disaster. Schumer has created monsters, and they are stalking his home. And uh, you know what? He's got blood on his hands, I'll tell you. I would not want to be in his situation. People are after that guy. And he, I don't think he'll be able to do DACA. And then he's really fucked by the people he promised it to. Um, so, again, uh, the shutdown, Schumer shutdown, was just a, a, it was a distraction. They did that as a distraction. And they did it because they wanted to use – they wanted amnesty right now. They demanded that they demanded DACA. It's un, it's unfucking believable that these people have these kind of fucking demands and for not aren't even American. Okay, um, big story out. Big story. Um, okay, so my next topic I really want to talk about, and this is huge. A new story out, Robert Mueller is interested in asking Trump about Michael Flynn, James Comey firings. Brand new report out uh, yesterday. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit, a little bit of it. Uh, I've, been, I've been really uh, researching and studying this quite a bit about what's going on with this actual story. And uh, I really don't think there's um, anything Trump needs to worry about. So special counsel Robert Mueller wants to ask President Trump about the firings of former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn and FBI Director James Comey, according to a report. Sources told the Washington Post that Mueller is interested, is interested in questioning the president in the next few weeks. The focus on Trump's decision to fire Flynn and Comey could suggest Mueller and his team are looking into whether the president tried to interfere with the Russia probe. Trump's legal team wants the president to answer some questions from Mueller in person and other via written statement. The terms for Trump's interview with the special counsel and his team could be given to them as recently as recently as next week, the Washington Post reported. Mueller, who is leading the investigation into, Russia, into the Russian meddling in the 2016 election and whether there, were, there was collusion between the Trump campaign and Russian officials, has recently ramped up interviews with current and former Trump administration officials. Attorney General Jeff Sessions met with members of Mueller's team last week. Comey has also been interviewed by the special counsel counsel and answered questions about several memos the former FBI director wrote describing his interactions with the president. In addition to questioning Trump about his decisions to fire Flynn and Sessions, Mueller is also reportedly interested in the president's attempts to fire Sessions or push, or, or, or push him or to step down. The president fired Comey in May, after which Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein tapped Mueller to lead the Russia probe. Comey told the Senate Intelligence Committee last year Trump urged him to drop the FBI's investigation into Flynn. Flynn left his post at the White House in February after lying to the Vice President Mike Pence about his contact, then-Russian Ambassador Sergei Kaisalak, some weird Russian name, it's hard to pronounce. The former National Security Advisor pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI in December. As a result of Mueller's probe, Flynn said at the time he was cooperating with the special counsel and his team. Trump, in a tweet posted after Flynn was charged, said he had to fire General Flynn because he lied to the vice president and the FBI. 
The president wouldn't say whether he would sit down with Mueller when he when asked last month. He did, however, reiterate there was no collusion between his presidential campaign and Russia. So there you have it, folks. Um, obviously, this is a big story right now. Is Trump going to sit down with Mueller? What are they going to talk about? Um, you know, this this would be a big thing. Um, does Trump agree to go to the meeting with Mueller? Does Trump agree to sit down with Mueller? Or does Trump answer some questions via phone call? Or does Trump get one of his um, associates to go deal with Mueller? You know, there's nothing there, obviously. But sitting down with Mueller uh, face-to-face, I would hope there's people around and uh, it's not just the two of them. Because I don't trust Mueller. I think it's a, it's a terrible, uh, corrupt uh, investigation that's going on. We all know the Russia investigation into Trump is fake and a hoax. And it was, it was brought up after Hillary Clinton lost the election and the Democrats had to cry and play the blame game and point to a fall guy. That's the fucking truth. You know, and, and it just bothers me every fucking day, you know, some of the stupid shit that um, Democrats, you know, they say. Like, it's like they're acting. Like, I don't even believe some of the shit. I don't even think Democrats believe some of the shit they say. I really don't. And, you know, get, getting into this um, Robert Mueller thing with Trump, um, this is going to happen in the next few weeks if it does. Um, I don't think anything's going to come of it. Matter of fact, I know nothing will come of it. Um, I actually think Mueller and Trump will have a good conversation, and I think it will be over. Or Trump doesn't even have a conversation with Mueller, and Mueller, uh, you know, I mean, it is a witch hunt, so it's very soon. And uh, Trump's going to be innocent, and, and it, it will be proven that he did nothing wrong. And then the mainstream media is going to have to come up with more narratives how to slander Trump and uh, say how terrible he is and something else he did bad. So, you know, it's just all these stupid stories coming out about Trump. And, you know, I've been with Trump since day one. I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. I, I, I've been to every single rally. Um, this is, and I'm coming to you live from Phoenix, Arizona today. Um, but I've been to every rally down here. And, uh, you know, I knew all along uh, through the whole campaign trail he was going to win big. And every time the media talked bad about him, he just got more popular and popular. People went closer and closer to him and supported him. Because people are realizing the mainstream media is a phony. But going back to this Mueller thing, we all know Mueller doesn't have anything. Manafort, there's nothing going to come of that. There's nothing going to come of General Flynn. If it does, um, General Flynn, uh, his, his trouble with the FBI has nothing to do with Trump. And Paul Manafort's thing has nothing to do with Trump. So even if they were charged, which I don't think they're going to be, I think they'll get out of it. But even if they were, that doesn't affect Trump. And what Mueller's really after and really obsessed with is stuff that's irrelevant. Like I'll give you an example. Trump's bank overseas, uh, you know, bank statements, um, you know, it, it, these different financial holdings. That's not that, – that would be – um, that, I mean, that would not be allowed for what's being investigated. That's totally out of the picture. That doesn't, uh, that doesn't relate to what's going on now. So they're just basically, Bueller's trying to dig like a snake. He's trying to fucking dig and find whatever he can. And it's pathetic. And you know what? If Mueller ever tried to throw, you know, come up with some financial story that Trump did something wrong in the, in, in the economic department, 
Flynn would be off this case in two seconds, and they would completely drop it because this has nothing. It would be not related to Russia whatsoever. Trump has nothing to do with Russia. We know this. We know this. This is just it, it's silly talk. Um, he, 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 that's what Mueller, Mueller. All he's going to do is keep wasting taxpayer money. It's now seven million dollars he spent on this witch hunt. He doesn't have anything. There's nothing there. And he just keeps going. He just keeps going. He just keeps getting the Democrat, the liberals all excited. I hear all the liberals say, Trump's going to get impeached. Trump, here comes Mueller. It's Mueller time. Shut the fuck up. No, Trump will never be impeached. Trump will be in office for the next seven years. Trump's going to be in there until 2024. Deal with it. Because Trump dominates. Nobody can stop Trump. He's invincible. Invincible. We've seen it. It's been proven. So uh, how this Mueller meeting will go, uh, we will wait and see. I'm actually really excited. I mean, this would be a, a cool showdown. Uh, Trump would uh, uh, Trump would take no bullshit from the guy. I'll tell you that. Trump would put the guy in his place. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna um, it's gonna be a fun uh, it's gonna be a fun uh, interview if it happens. Um, and I'm, I can't wait to hear more about that. And you know. If when I'm wondering when this is all, it looks like as of now the Russia investigation is pretty much coming to a close because they don't have anything. It's a witch hunt. I'm reading a lot of stories. Uh, the reports of Russia are slowing down. The mainstream media is trying to find another narrative to destroy Trump. Now they're on the porn star, and they think that can get him impeached. Liberals, liberals are so fucking delusional. Like it's it's not one thing; it's the other. If it's not his health, if it's not uh, you know. Uh, porn stars, not his financial assets before he came to office. Like, shut the fuck up. You guys are the biggest pussies. Imagine the outrage from the left if we did this about Obama, like made made this much complaints and, and out and out and just cried like this. We would be called racist. We would be called all these stupid names. It's, I mean, seriously. Okay. Moving on topics. New York as of now, allows dreamers to keep using Medicaid. Unbelievable. So unlicensed immigrants, I mean, illegal, illegal immigrants are allowed to mooch off taxpayers' money in New York. Absolutely atrocious. That Medicaid is going to illegals that don't belong here, and and when you think of New York, all the businessmen, all of the companies that are in New York, based in New York, you think about how much of an economic powerhouse it is, and all of these people have to pay for illegals to use to get Medicaid, mooch off the system, illegals. I want to read you guys this article because it's absolutely atrocious. Cuomo. Cuomo. New York Dreamers would be eligible for Medicaid even if the immigration program is changed or terminated. The state's Democratic governor said Tuesday. Governor Andrew Cuomo announcement comes as Congress struggles to reach an agreement on how to address Dreamers who are children who came to the U.S. with their parents illegally. Deportation protections for Dreamers will expire March 5th. New York has about 42,000 recipients of the defense the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrival Programs, Cuomo's office said. 
It added that many are at risk of losing their employment. Uh, only like 20% of them work. Cuomo said the understate Jesus. So all taxpayers' money getting getting waste, wasted. Um, it's absolutely a joke. And it's not just New York where, where taxpayers are getting robbed and just getting like just stolen from with their with uh, illegals taking advantage of the system. I mean, I'm in Arizona. Illegals have taken advantage of the system here. California has big problems. California is giving illegals driver's licenses, and so is Washington State, my home, my home state of Washington. Liberal as fuck. They're giving these people driver's licenses and the rights to vote in these liberal states. When does the madness stop? When does the fucking madness stop? I'm serious. This is absolutely, it's really atrocious. And people, this is taking away from America, the American dream for actual Americans that want to uh, make an impact on the economy and, and, be, and be something. It's taking away from Americans' health care, taking away from uh, our taxes money. It's going down the drain. I mean, what a big fucking problem. I mean, it's just a, like, no wonder why, you know, everybody's happy about the tax cut. Because they knew where their money was going. Down the drain. It's, it's so frustrating. And this is happening all over, all over the place. Illegal aliens are, are, getting, um, are getting all this special treatment. It's unbelievable. And the fact that they the they want they want their votes, and it's proven. Articles came out recently. California illegals can vote now, and so can state of Washington. How is that fair? That's not in the Constitution. That's not part of of what America was built on. And Trump, you know what? And it very much upsets me that some of these ICE. Uh, uh, people in these states like California can't do their job and deport people. They, they coddle illegals in these states. It's disgusting. And ICE can't even do their job because California officials and politicians said if you go near illegals, uh, if ICE or uh, immigration um, people go, go near illegals and try to deport them, they'll get in trouble. I mean, it's atrocious. Another big story uh, came out today, um, or came out over the weekend, but we got a lot of anti-bias um, FBI officials that texted about, um, I mean, it was, it's bad. I mean, even before Trump got elected, um, I'm going to read this to you. But they, they were already, they're already trying to plan to impeach him before he got elected. Uh, FBI officials were texting back and forth um, about, uh, how they hate Trump and how they want to, I mean, just talking about impeachment, there's terrible things. But I, I mean, it's unbelievable what I'm reading. I'm going to read it to you guys. The former FBI counterintelligence deputy chief assigned to oversee the probe into the alleged Trump campaign collusion with the Russian government seemed to suggest that it could end in impeachment, according to a new phone text turned over by the FBI. Peter Stork, we all remember him. I've talked about him many times on my show. He's the guy that was banging uh, Lisa Page, having uh, who, he was cheating on his wife 
with Lisa Page in an email to a top FBI lawyer who, who he was involved with mentioned impeachment as he texted about talking the position with former FBI chief Robert Mueller. In a text to Lisa Page, the top FBI lawyer and his mistress, he also called the Russia probe historic. At 12.13 a.m. on May 19th, two days after Mueller was appointed to head the investigation for the fake Russia story against Trump, Peter Stork indicates that initially he didn't want to take the position on the probe. He, in quote, my answer is no way, he texted Page, according to one of several texts provided to the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, headed by Wisconsin Republican Ron Johnson. And then I think he tests a case which will be in the history books. A quote, quote from Stork, and then I think he tests a case which will be in the history books. He concluded that while that while a million people simply have staff jobs in the agency, this is a chance to do, and maybe the most important case of our lives, getting rid of Trump. Oh, my God. We keep reading this. At the duo text, well past midnight, he wrote at 12.41 a.m., an investigation leading to impeachment, question mark. Duo, don't read that again. At the duo text, well past midnight, he wrote at he wrote at 12.41, an investigation leading to impeachment, question mark. He was texting that to an FBI official uh, about him taking on the case. The committee is releasing several of the texts, and Johnson has expressed concern that in the five months leading to Mueller's appointment, the texts between the two key figures in the Russian Hillary Trent email scandal probe have gone missing. Justice has ordered an investigation into the missing text. Johnson highlighted another part of the text written up by our justice correspondent, Kelly Cohen, that the two felt the odds are that Mueller's case wouldn't amount to much. The two have become the face of the pro-Clinton and anti-Trump agenda in the FBI since Trump became president. Stork, who called Trump an idiot, was fired after some anti-Trump text became public. In the new series, he poured the praise on the page who he worked with on the Clinton email case and who also went to work for Mueller. You and they quote unquote, you obviously would excel on the team in a thousand ways. They need someone exactly li- like you, he wrote. Page apparently wooed, te- wooed some woman inside the agency, paid some really outrageous compliments to me. Hold on. Okay. Bear with me, folks. I'm having a connection issue. So yeah, I mean, you, you see all the anti, you see all the anti-bias. You just see all this. It's unbelievable, the bias that comes out. And I mean, there's there's so much. There really is. I want to uh, play for you a clip. Um, bear with me one second. Connection issue. Sorry. So what, so what needs to happen here is they're going to obtain all these emails. They're going to obtain all of these um, documents, the Justice Department. And what's going to happen is there's going to be – the people are going to jail. People are going to be indicted. There's going to be a lot, a lot of people in trouble. 
this is no joke of what's going on right now. This is no joke. I want to really talk about, you know, this, um, this, this, what's, what's going on with, uh, the evidence that was released that, that the memo that should be released. They're talking about it right now. Uh, people are reading it saying it's making Watergate look like chopped liver with everything that's in there. The Obama administration was behind this all along. Uh, setting Trump up and um, helping Hillary, trying to help Hillary win the election. There's no doubt about that. And and the fact that and I want I want I really think and I hope this happens. Hillary will be will be going down, and people that work with her will be going down. Anthony Weiner. Huma Abedin, Loretta Lynch, Sweet Dick Willie, Bill, Bill Clinton, Slick Willie. I want to play for you this clip by Matt Gates responding um, to the um, the memo that needs to be released. We need to talk about this. Bear with me, folks. Here it comes. We'll be right back. Alrighty, we are back. We have Matt Gates. With Matt Gates talking about the memo, releasing it uh, on Fox News. Clip one, two. <sighs> Sorry, guys, this never happened. My connection is terrible today, and we're in a storm, too, like a windstorm. Jesus Christ. I'll just have to wait for the video, guys. Gary, I need that video. Rob, I need that video. You guys in the studio, I need help. I need you guys to put on um, the sound bites. The connection's off. Make sure it's working. I'll get to what I want to get to now. I'm going to get to all my topics today. Um, Very important right now um, to talk about a lot of this stuff. I mean, there's so much on my agenda. My computer keeps freezing. I don't know why. Let's, um, I want to I do something very important. Let's have a moment of silence um, for all the uh, Kentucky um, shooting victims in yesterday's incidents, incident. May God be with them and bless their souls.
Um, so the Loretta Lynch, okay, I want to transfer topics right now. This is very important. Um, Loretta Lynch and, Le- and the Lisa Page Texas came out today. And Loretta Lynch, we all know uh, Loretta Lynch um, was always uh, corrupt and would fix things and was in Hillary's corner to win. And proof came out today that Loretta Lynch uh, was shown in emails in Texas uh, saying, whatever it takes, we're going to do whatever it takes to get her to win, and we're going to make sure that she wins no matter what. Trump's not going to have a chance. And basically, there's the bias. There's the corruption from she was the attorney general, for God's sakes, and she was conspiring with uh, the Clinton camp and Obama uh, illegally uh, behind, behind closed doors. And we all remember the tarmac meeting with Bill Clinton and uh, Loretta Lynch. We all remember that. So, so all of this right now, I mean, it's adding up. It all adds up with what's going on with the investigation, with what's going on with um, the with, with Hillary and her emails and with uh, the Justice Department now uh, from the Samsung is missing a bunch of emails from Peter Stork and the, and the girl he was banging, having an affair with. They are, the, those emails are missing, and they're all anti-Trump, and who knows what they say. They need to be found as soon as possible, and we need to deal with it. And it's absolutely... atrocious that all these all these years Obama and his administration were telling us how good they were doing for us and how great they were and how much this country has improved and how how we're on the best path but it was the complete opposite of what they said they destroyed this country without a doubt they destroyed this country and put it down to pieces. I mean, we were on our way to communism. Donald J. Trump saved us. Oh, man. So, you know, those emails uh, coming out today, anybody else would be in prison right now, but not Loretta Lynch. She has special fucking authority. And all all these higher-ups get away with all this amazing treatment. And, and what and Obama's living the highlights, saying he did so much for the black community. The black community, uh, when he left office, when Obama left office, community was in the worst shape it's ever been. Now, under Trump, the black unemployment is at the lowest it's ever been. Trump has done more for the black community in one year than any, any president in history. Uh, it's unbelievable. But, but going back to this, the bias motives between Mueller, Stork, Lorena Lynch, uh, these documents prove that Robert Mueller may want to step aside, step down. Conflict of interest, obstruction of justice. I could see um, numerous things that Mueller could get charged with, um, you know, if he, if he keeps his investigation up. He's wasted $7 million of taxpayer money, and he has nothing. He has nothing. He has nothing. There's nothing there. I really hope, you know, uh, I, whew, this is uh, this is going to be interesting, but uh, you know Mueller 
um, people are recommending that Mueller steps down. There's a lot of people people that think he should due to the issues. There's conflicts of interest. There's there's obstruction of justice for some some of the things he's gone after investigating. You just can't do that shit. He may Mueller may be even guilty of perjury. Same with Loretta Lynch. Same with Obama. Same with Hillary Clinton. Perjury, motherfuckers. Perjury. So as the days get uh, get closer and as the weeks go on, there's going to be so much more that comes out. So much more. I tell you, it, it's um, – but the fact that these emails came out and they had Peter Stork, that he was the lead investigator, and then he had to step down uh, because of these anti-Trump messages. So he was the investigator lead for this Russia thing. Uh, and his whole mission was out to destroy Trump, and that's what the messages showed. How could you – the FBI claims to be full of integrity, full of honesty, there to keep us safe. How can you have a guy that's a corrupt, uh, malicious, straightforward, uh, has it out for somebody, lead the investigation? There is nothing, uh, there is nothing fair about that. It's absolutely disgraceful. I, I mean, obviously, he, he stepped down and was forced to resign. But um, still, still, I mean, this has been going on for months. There's nothing. This is all malicious against President Trump. All malicious. And, and uh, okay, I want to move on to my next topic. I'm, I'm really on a time, time schedule. But Google suspends fact-check program after being fact-checked. Um, yes, uh, people, be careful uh, when you are uh, trying to do the fact-check setting on Google because a lot of it is inaccurate. And I was one of the, I was one of the first ones to notice this over a year ago, the fact-check. A couple of years ago, actually, I noticed the fact-check thing was a, a bullshit, and, and it was basically bias on what <laughs> – they uh, believed it was not truth uh, whatsoever. Um, but yeah, it, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a little bit about it for you guys. But hold on, hold on one second. And this is big. The fact that you have the leading internet internet search engine fact checked and having to get rid of it. I mean, <laughs> think about that for a second. You got the biggest internet uh, site that people go on, and they suspended their fact checks. One of the most important commodities on their Google on Google is fact check. I'm going to read this to you. This is oh my god, this is insane. Google has suspended its recently rolled out fact check feature, which displayed messages from a range of partisan fact checkers next to disputed stories and search results after it was revealed that it almost exclusive, exclusively targeted conservative news sites. Yep. I've been reading this all along. Conservatives get fucking silent. And even, even when it's truth, these, the Google fact check was saying it was wrong. Bias liberal motherfuckers. The widget, which was rolled out last year, added a reviewed claims tab to search results for new outlets. For example, a search for Breitbart News would bring up a range of allegedly reviewed stories. 
Wow. Researchers from the Daily Caller found that the widget, which included a range of partisan fact-checkers, including the Washington Post and Snopes, displayed the Reviewed tab next to a wide range of conservative sites while largely ignoring leftists and mainstream outlets. In addition to bias in their targeting, the feature also made claims about stories from conservative outlets that were not true. For example, the fact-checker claimed that Breibart incorrectly reported that an illegal alien had been charged with starting a California wildfire when, in fact, the story claimed that an illegal alien was arrested on suspicion of arson, a completely different claim. As Breibart Tech previously reported, this was despite the fact that many mainstream outlets have been subject to fact-checks by the organization, which were used to source data for Google fe- Google's feature. MSNBC and CNN have both had bad claims disputed by political facts. One of the fact check organizations used by Google, yet there was no review stories tab in search results for those outlets. A spokesperson for Google admitted to the Daily Caller that their feature was flawed. We said previously that we encountered challenges in our systems that map Map fact checks to publishers and on further examination, it's clear that we are unable to deliver the quality we'd like for users. Leftist bias at Google has become a hot topic recently. Former employee James Damore, class action lawsuit has revealed an atmosphere of extreme progressive bias at the company, including the shaming and intimidation of conservatives and white males. Google's faulty fact check feature fed concerns that the company's well-documented leftist bias was trickling down into its product. Like Google, the so-called impartial fact checkers that were relied on the company claim to be unbiased, but also have a history of partisan favoritism. favoritism. Uh, Snopes, for example, is staffed with rabid anti-Trumpers, while PolitiFact is funded by a Clinton Clinton Foundation donor and routinely comes to uh, empirically dubious conclusions that typically favor Democrats. Wow. Wow. So there you have it, folks. I mean, you you think about that. And, I mean, that's one of the biggest things. I mean, that's our livelihood. That's our fucking livelihood. Google is our livelihood. Google is not supposed to misguide us. Google is supposed to tell us the truth. Google is supposed to be our friend. Google is not supposed to be a news media outlet. Google is not politics. Google is for searching the Internet and accommodating customers. When politics gets involved with this shit, everything gets fucked up. Everything. Why can't you just keep Google at Google? People want to search for something, give them honesty. Give them the truth. Give them realness. Stop confusing the world. Stop brainwashing people. Stop telling people bullshit. Enough is enough. I'm really getting tired of it. On a daily fucking basis, I'm going to read a, a fake multiple put on Google from CNN or MSNBC. I don't want to see or hear about those cocksuckers and their liberal fantasy land beliefs. I don't care. I'm sick of this shit. Like, I know, you, you know, they have to go back and forth, the media outlets, in terms of, you know, what to believe, what they're going to spew. But I tell you, these liberal outlets, just if it's not Trump's health, if it's not Trump's uh, eating habits, if it's not Trump's TV habits, if it's not Trump's um, weight, I mean, it, it, it's something always. If it's how he drinks his diet fucking Coke, let him drink his diet fucking Coke. 
I mean, seriously, this is getting to the point where you guys aren't even current. I mean, this is like gossiping in a fucking rag mag, the shit I see from liberal, liberal outlets. I'm tired of it. See that shit when I wake up in the morning. I don't want to see Trump drink how he drinks his Diet Cokes. Who gives a fuck? I want him to drink as many Diet Cokes as possible. That's great. I want him to watch I want him to watch TV. That's great. I want him to play golf. That's great. He still fulfills all his promises. He's still the best president in history. He's still an unbelievable, profound, godly figure that saved America and is doing unbelievable things that nobody ever thought was possible. Changing the he's not only changing the country, he's changing the world. He's got world leaders loving him now. Think about that. It's fucking awesome. But yeah, Google, I am glad they suspended it. I know many businessmen that were complaining to Google about this same issue. And, you know, they got enough complaints to where they weren't telling the truth, and they had to shut it down. They had to. I love it. I love it. All righty, moving topic. This is great. My Trump supporters, my fellow Trump supporters, make some fucking noise because I'm about to tell you some great fucking news. Are you ready for me? Are you ready for me? Are you ready for me? Let's go. Nine of the ten incumbent Democrat senators running for re-election in 2018 in states President Trump won in 2016 have seen declines in net approval ratings. Between the first and fourth quarters of 2017, Morning Consult poll reported on Tuesday. So basically, nine out of ten Democrat senators running in the, in the states that Trump won, uh, these senators have terrible um, poll numbers and reviews, and Republicans have the advantage. Democrats are going to have a shitty fucking 2018, and they're going to have a shitty 2020. It's going to be all Republican victories. You watch. I'm going to read this off to you. Here we go. So these nine vulnerable Democratic senators up for re-election in 2018 and their corresponding drop in net approvals are, drumroll please, Senator John Tester, Democrat from Montana, has seen his net approval drop 18% since the first quarter of 2017, going from plus 25 in the first quarter to plus 7 in the fourth quarter. Number two, Senator Heidi Heitkamp, uh, Democrat from uh, North Dakota, has seen her net approval drop 11% quarter of 2017, going from plus 28 in the first quarter to plus 17 in the fourth quarter. Number three, Senator Bob Casey, a Democrat out of Pennsylvania, has seen his net approval drop 9% since the first quarter of 2017, going from plus 20 in the first quarter to plus 11 in the fourth quarter. Number four, Senator Claire McCaskill, that uh, Democrat from Montana has seen her net approval drop 8% since the first quarter of 2017, going from plus 8 in the first quarter to zero in the fourth quarter. Zero, zero. Five, Senator Joe Manchin, uh, Democrat, West Virginia, has seen his net approval drop 8% since the first quarter of 2017, going from plus 24 in the first quarter to 16, plus 16 in the fourth quarter. 
Senator Joe Donnelly, Democrat, Indiana, has seen his net approval drop 6% since the first quarter of 2017, going from plus 20 in the first quarter to plus 14 in the fourth quarter. Number seven, Senator Tammy Baldwin, Democrat, Wisconsin, has seen her net approval drop 6% since the first quarter of 2017, going from plus six in the first quarter to zero in the fourth quarter. Number eight, Senator Sherrod Brown, Democrat, Ohio, has seen his net approval drop 4% 4% since the first quarter of 2017, going from plus 22 in the first quarter to plus 18 in the fourth quarter. Senator Bill Nelson, Democrat, Florida, has seen his net approval drop 2% since the first quarter of 2017, going from plus 27 in the first quarter to plus 25 in the fourth quarter. All you got all these people that have many flaws, and it's looking really good for the Democratic primary uh, coming up in 2018. Um, God is on our side. Uh, everything is on our side. I mean, the, the life is so amazing. I get to wake up every fucking day, and I get, I get, go, I get the godly, amazing figure of Donald Trump as my president. I get the billionaire miracle man as my president, who loves America, who isn't a Muslim from Kenya. He's a, you know what? I'm so glad that Muslim from Kenya, Obama, is long gone. Hussein Osama. But listen. Every day I wake up and President Trump, man, oh, my God, he's God. He's the closest thing to God in this life. Well, I'm going I'm to make a religion called the religion of Trump. It's the religion of Trump. I mean, he, tr- there's no, tr- Trump is everything. Trump is everywhere. Trump's like God. He's, he's next to you. He's, he's all over. The, Trump is with you everywhere you go. He's in your body. He's in your soul. He's in your heart, baby. He's in your heart. Trump loves you. Trump loves America. That's true. And those and a true you wanna know another truth story? Those Democratic senators are in big, big, big trouble. Oh, oh God. I had to play this for you guys. I got the mummy, Nancy Pelosi. Um oh my god, you guys are gonna love this. Oh my god, she goes off the rails. This 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 bitch is just so ridiculous. Here we go. Oh, my God, Nancy. Everybody, everybody, I give you Nancy Pelosi. Here we go. It's taking a second to load. Sorry, guys. I don't have this bad connection usually. Bear with me. It's coming. Here we go. The mummy, the mummy's on stage. The mummy. That um, funding is a very important part of it. Uh, for a long time now, we've had um, meetings of staff of the four uh, four leaders and the White House, and we have been making progress to getting something done. So what I think the main obstacle is, if I may, is this: there's a dark cloud. <laughs> 
The tax scam. Oh my God. <laughs> this woman is so fucking stupid and she'll say whatever to be oppositional to something great. Over 2 million uh, workers are now getting bonuses. Thousands of companies have, have announced benefits and raises and bonuses to, and these are big companies, Apple, Comcast, Disney, Starbucks, just to name a few. And this is all because of Trump's tax cut. All these companies are moving back to America, doing their manufacturing. All these companies are building plants. This is because of Trump's tax cut. Chrysler just made a big deal. Toyota made a big deal. We got all these companies, all these fucking companies, and it's a dark fucking cloud. Let's listen to more of this fucking delusional bitch. She is absolutely off her fucking bird. And by the way, we didn't add anything to the debt. She's full of shit. And more domestic investment is diminished. Because if you just look at what is said in the public domain, that want you um, to uh, subscribe to the full amount in the defense uh, authorization bill, we were to do that and we were to honor the budget agreement, this could be about a $300 billion addition to the debt. Some of our Republican colleagues on the, in the House don't like domestic spending anyway. And the fact that it will increase the deficit over and above. Jeez. Gave their all. She's so fucking stupid. Oh, my God. I can't, I can't listen to it. She's fucking ridiculous. No, but that's what Democrats do when America's doing well. And, and, and you know why? You know the reason Democrats are flipping out and being so oppositional and saying this tax, this tax plan is so bad and – Trump's creating all these terrible things in America is because they know they're losing. Democrats know they're losing their party members, their voters. They know they're fucking losing, and they know they're terrified of Trump because they Trump's doing everything right. They don't want Trump to do everything right because then they don't have it. The Democrats don't have an agenda if Trump's doing everything right. So they have to be oppositional, and they have to be they have to just be dishonest because that's who the Democrats are. They don't want to praise Trump for all the good he's doing. I mean, this tax plan is the biggest tax plan in history, and all these businesses, I mean, it goes on and on of the, the benefits, the raises, the promotions they're offering to their uh, customers. I mean, the economy has never been better. Highest stock market in history, the Dow at an all-time high. You've got the lowest black unemployment in history. You've got the lowest Latino unemployment in history. Literally. Okay, I got another big thing that I am coming to talk to you about. This is huge. This is really big. This is really big. Um, okay. U.S. kills 150 Islamic state fighters, ISIS, in Syria airstrike during government shutdown. See, even when the government was shut down, General Mad Dog Mattis, the best of the best, uh, was doing his job with our military. Him and Trump uh, were taking care of this. So just over the weekend, 150 of those ISIS Muslim fucking terrorist motherfuckers were gone. Gone. The Pentagon announced that the U.S. killed 150 Islamic State ISIS fighters in an airstrike targeting eastern Syria during the federal government shutdown Saturday. 
A statement from the U.S. Central Command, which is responsible for U.S. troops in the Middle East, said that the airstrike hit one of the last areas under Islamic State control near the Syrian border with Iraq. The terror group surrendered control of 98% of its territory in the region and currently occupies only 2% of land in the Syrian city of al-Shafa, where the strikes occurred. The American-backed Syrian Democrat forces assisted in a target observation prior to the strike, according to a statement announcing the airstrike. The U.S. aircraft targeted ISIS headquarters where many fighters with the terror group were present, according to the statement. Were present, according to the statement. The strikes underscore our assertion that the fight to liberate Syria is far from over, said in uh, Major General James Jarrett, commanding general of all of Special Operations Joint Task Force. Although this airstrike marks a victory for the U.S. against the terror group, uh, Gerard cautions that ISIS continues to maintain its presence in the area. The group also expanded its presence in South Asia this month, especially along the Afghan-Pakistan border. Great. Fucking great. It's so great. This is so great. Um, it's, it's absolutely uh, it was so necessary. And, I mean, we needed, we needed this. We, ISIS is, like I said on my show before, according to statistics, in one year, Trump has gotten rid, has annihilated 98% of ISIS. 98% is destroyed of ISIS. That's no joke. That is no fucking joke. And now Democrats, and I want to mention this, Democrats are blaming each other Schumer uh, caving in, caving into the shutdown. So they can't even get along. And now that there's all this uh, divisiveness with the Democratic Party, I mean, they're screwed. They are so fucking screwed. It's hilarious to watch because they thought that this this whole shutdown was going to create uh, it's something amazing for them, but all it got them was slop and misery, and they lost the war, Democrats. I want to play you guys um, this clip. Very important. Um, the leader of Uganda praising President Trump for his honest remarks about shitholes and African Americans. Bear with me. Open that clip. Rob, get me that clip. Okay. One, four. Bear with me, folks. Here it comes. Here we go. I love this guy, and all these world leaders love Trump. All these world leaders want to hang out with Trump and do deals for the country. They want to help our country. They want to unite. Trump has a way with people, and that's why he's been so good in business, and that's why he's so well-loved by so many. He's good with people. And this is amazing. Keep listening. Uh, 
There you have it. The president of Uganda, sitting President Trump. He, a, black, a black president from Uganda knows Trump's not racist. He knows Trump's not racist. He just he knows Trump speaks his mind. Trump speaks the truth. Trump tells it how it is. And that's what the president from Uganda um, loves. And I, I mean, that, that's the way it should be in life. We need more people like Trump. We, we need more straight shooters. We need more uh, straight to the point, authentic people like that. Um, so I really want to get into something that really fucking bothers me. And it's, I'm going to get on a fucking roll here because I'm fucking pissed. James Franco, Oscar snub. Very upsetting. I'm a huge James Franco fan. He's a hell of an actor. And I don't know if any of my audience has seen The Disaster Artist, uh, but James Franco was in that movie. It came out this year. Everybody was saying he was going to win an Oscar for it, but because if you go look at his, watch his performance and watch how amazing he did uh, portraying Tommy Wiseau, uh, it, it's unbelievable. He won the Golden Globe, and reports came out yesterday that they're snubbing uh, Franco from the Oscars and, and not even nominating him because these five cunts came out and said that uh, he sexually harassed them. Five fucking bitches came out and said, made these stories up. We all know Franco's innocent. Franco didn't do anything. Franco doesn't need to rape anyone or touch anyone or sexually harass anyone. Look at him. Girls want to crawl on the guy. It's serious. I mean, I know how it is. So here's the real thing, though. Feminism is taking over Hollywood. Feminism is evil. It's one-sided. It's jaded. It's, they smell. Feminists smell. And they're basically my theory on the future of Hollywood. The women are trying to take control. The women want to be superior. The women want to be in charge. And the women want to sabotage and blacklist anybody they don't like or anybody that uh, pisses them off or any allegation they hear, whether it's true or false, they just have to start saying, me too. Me too's for hypocrites. Me too's bullshit. Yes, there's girls that get sexually abused, and I feel bad for that, but there, uh, there's also a lot of girls that lie and just play the make me too game uh, for sympathy or for some other uh, motive. It's pathetic. And the fact that James Franco isn't being let into the Oscars or nominated should I mean, Hollywood should be ashamed of themselves. They were coddling and, and babying Harvey Weinstein for the longest time and gave Harvey Weinstein all these awards. And he's an actual fucking rapist, piece of shit. But James Franco's a good man. And James Franco doesn't deserve this. It's unfucking believable that a few, a few, a few women, a cunt, can, take, can make up stories and lie 
and then jeopardize a guy's career in Hollywood, especially when he was about to win his per- an Oscar. I can't believe this shit. You can't even smile at a girl in an elevator. In certain situations, people are laughing and making jokes about that. I smiled at her, and then I ended up in court. I mean, it, it, there's just so many ridiculous stories that come out that just can't be believed. And James Franco's accusers, there was a few of them that were hooking up with them and wanted him. So, and they said that he touched them, sexually harassed them. I mean, it's a joke. It's ridiculous. And Hollywood will get their wish of being superior, but they're sure as hell trying. Hollywood is all into the woman power, uh, the entitlement, uh, anti-men, and, and that's their mo- motto right now. That's their objective. That's what they're trying to do in Hollywood. It's sick. It's sick. It's sick. And the fact that Franco isn't even nominated, he should win that Oscar. Anybody that's seen this movie this year knows what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen the movie, go see it. The Disaster Artist. It's unbelievably amazing. So, and you, and you got people, you got people like Oprah who hung around Harvey and took money from him and it still hangs around him, but she's still welcome in the Hollywood culture. Give me a fucking break. It's unbelievable. Jay, oh my God. Because I, I love that movie and I think Franco's a hell of an actor and I, everybody knew that he was going to get the Academy Award. He was going to get the Oscar. He already won the Golden Globe, but at the last minute, these feminists in Hollywood snubbed him, sabotaged him. It's bullshit. It's so wrong. (sighs) Jesus. Bear with me one second, guys. I'm going to move topics here. Okay, so something that's been really bothering me, and I'm, I'm gonna pull, I'm pulling it up. Um, Cosmopolitan uh, just announced that they're fir- putting a fir- their first tranny on the cover. On the cover, uh, we all know um, that Playboy, a tranny on the cover, um, a few months ago. And Cosmopolitan is taking the same uh, route, which is disgusting. I mean, this is stuff all about politics. It's literally nothing else with what these magazines are doing. Does anybody actually get turned on by this shit? Does anybody, I mean, these magazines are not for chicks with dicks. It's not these magazines. I mean, these trans, these trans, I mean, it totally turns people off when they open up, when they see on a front cover of a magazine that it's a fucking tranny. I mean, and they're trying to normalize it in today's society, which is wrong. There is nothing normal about it. And it absolutely makes me fucking ill that and the only reason these magazines are doing this, Cosmopolitan, um, Playboy, is for politics. They're trying, I mean, it's a joke. It's such a fucking joke. Absolutely is a joke. And you can't 
And you can, this is what you can't. You literally, it's impossible to take these people um, seriously. These trans, trans, and they're putting them on magazines. I mean, I saw Playboy's numbers in the last few months, and their subscription number go way down after this publicity stunt of putting a tranny on the cover. And Cosmopolitan is going to follow the same move, and people are going to be turned off and not subscribe to the magazine. Cosmopolitan, getting involved in politics like this, um, I don't think, I've always said, these sort of magazines, rag mags, you know, these National Enquirer bullshit magazines, Cosmo up there with National Enquirer, it's one, of, it's one of those things where trash. It shouldn't be allowed. It's all for publicity. And, you know, this is, this is a huge, it's a huge story. I'm trying to pull it up for you real quick. Bear with me here. My connection, my connection is still, uh, God, sorry, guys. Um, but anyways, I, I, I know enough about this story. I'm pulling it up right now. Hold on. Okay, here it is. Here it is. I'm pulling it up right now. Here it is. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The name is Laverne Cox. Laverne Cox, C-O-X, becomes the first transgender cosmopolitan cover star, a black individual with the hands the size of uh, a football player. God damn, he could, oh my God, he could do some damage. Those shoulders are terrifying. Uh, You can tell it's a dude. Actress Laverne Cox made history this week by becoming the first transgender individual to grace the cover of Cosmopolitan magazine. The 45-year-old origin black star set to appear on Cosmo South Africa's February 2018 issue, which the magazine is calling it Say Yes to Love. I am... Jesus. Ridiculous. She quotes, as a black transgender woman, I've often kept a secret by the men that I've dated. Cox said in a video accompanying the shoot, so when my ex-boyfriend introduced me to his dad, invited me to spend Hanukkah with him and his family, it was the most special thing ever. Trans women deserve to be loved out in the open and the light, she added. Jesus. Cox has become a leading LGBT activist in Hollywood. In 2016, again, the first transgender actress to play a transgender character on network television series when she was cast on CBS legal drama Doubt, which has been canceled. Jesus Christ. There you have it, folks. I mean, bad for business, if you ask me. Very bad for business. I mean, you got you got enough problems in the world. We don't need social experiments. And all these, you know, and the, something right there that really fucking bothered me, and I'm really going to bring this up, she said she never mentioned to her boyfriend that she was a trans. That's a big fucking problem. If you're not open about that shit, you should be beat up. You should not be secretive. Anybody should not be secretive of, of, of that, of, you know, uh, of if there were a tranny in the past. You must admit it to your partner. 
fucking disgusting. Okay, I want to play a quick clip for you. Uh, we, we were out at the Women's March the other day, and I want to play this for you. Hold on. Let me open this up. Got a great clip. Here we go. One, five. Here we go. Um, and talk, 
But uh, I apologize, guys. I have, I have one last segment uh, that I want to briefly go over. Um, the DOJ is now cracking down on sanctuary cities, which is good. Um, Jeff Sessions is going after uh, the states like California and the states like Washington that are harboring and coddling illegals, and um, they will at some point have, have to comply with federal law and take Jeff Sessions' orders, these states. These states can be oppositional and play that little game all they want, protecting illegals, but it's not going to last forever. And these, these states won't be able to do anything about it. It's the truth. And I'm so happy Jeff Sessions is taking action on this. This is a big deal. Last thing before I go. NFL turns down a veteran proposal regarding kneeling. So fucked up. This was a big news story earlier today. Um, it's so fucked up. A veteran wrote a great proposal um, out of his heart regarding kneeling and, and said out of respect, will the NFL stop uh, doing it? And the NFL uh, said they won't stop. The NFL players are so fucking out of touch. They fucking kneel for only, last year, only 16 black kids were killed by cops. Literally 16. And they're, they're, they're protesting black brutality? Shut the fuck up. You guys are fucking dumb and uneducated. Black on black crime is 99. Black on black crime is 98%. Wake the fuck up and go deal with black on black crime. That's the real issue in this country. White on black crime is no issue. Understand that. Under-fucking-stand that. You got it? Good. Okay. I want to thank all of you uh, for listening to the Rory Sodder Show. I'm Rory Sodder. It's a beautiful day here in Arizona. It's a beautiful day here in Arizona. I'm going to go enjoy the rest of it. Got a lot of work to do. Um, but I will be back on uh, in, in the next couple of days, and we will have a lot to talk about. I plan to be on about three times a week. Um, and, I, again, I thank all of you. Your support um, and your um, attendance is, is greatly appreciated. Uh, much love, guys. Have a great day. Cheers. Hey guys, thank you for watching the Rory Sauter Show, home of America's Man of the Hour and home of America's Biggest Trump Supporter. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Cheers.